Welcome to Royally Screwed, a Curse of Strahd actual play podcast featuring a group of motley fools bumming their way through Barovia. Be warned, this is an adult content rated campaign. This means our players use adult language and make jokes of adult nature. Also because of the nature of a horror-driven campaign, there will be descriptions of torture, murder, and other topics that may be disturbing to sensitive listeners. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be royally screwed. Y'all head out. Alright, guys, I think we need to dump the cheese. What? We're gonna be out that night. Cheese, this is what I think it is. Just give away our position. If y'all wanna eat it real quick. If y'all want, if y'all want, y'all can have my cheese. The fuck is going on? <laughs> Even the DM's like, huh? Huh? I'm like, cheese yeah. Cheese is stinky, bro. Are you like Earlier I said that was Beaner that farted. That was actually you. I was standing next to him. Poor Beaner, we blame that on you, man. It's okay. Most things get blamed on you. It might have been me. I'll eat the cheese. Um, I'll eat the cheese. Sathriel, I shall eat the cheese for you with my my amazing friend. So, as you're walking down the road. Oh, how dare you. Sath. Yeah. Since this was your idea, why don't you give me, just roll me a D12. Just a D12? Just a D12. Just a D12. You guys were probably about to Hell yeah. attacked. Oh god. One. Well, Alright, ones are great. Did you roll? Yeah. Do you do you know why what I'm having you roll for? No. An encounter. Uh, An encounter on the road. Oh, okay. So one's good. The one's good. Roll, the oh, better. Yeah. I don't want to roll high. Okay. I'll roll high. Roll the slow. Yeah. Like yeah. ten vampire spawn and fucking like green dragon. Okay. <laughs> a green dragon. Yeah. I'm that one. We could check that. Make a dragon. Yeah, if we all run in different directions, it can only kill so many of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's see what we're about to kafuckle today. All right, so you come to Lake Baratok. You come to this cold mountain lake that's enclosed by these misty woods and rocky bluffs. There's a thick fog that begins to creep across the dark, still waters. The trail that you're on ends at a grass-covered causeway that stretches about a hundred yards 
across the lake to a flat marshy island with a stone tower on it. The tower is old and decrepit with collapsing scaffolds clinging to one side where a large gash has split the wall. There's time-worn griffin statues, their wings and flanks covered in moss, perched atop buttresses that support the walls. Parked near the base within sight of the entrance is a barrel-topped wagon splattered with mud. Investigate the wagons. We gotta get over this water, don't we? There's, it's a, oh, a little okay. path that goes out to it. <clears throat> yeah, investigate this wagon. All right, give me an investigation check. 19. 19? All right. So under layers of mud, this wagon sports a fresh coat of purple paint. And its wheels have fancy gold trim. There's a brass lantern that hangs from each corner. And there's red drapes covering a tombstone-shaped window on each side. There's a steel padlock securing the back door, and there's a trio of wooden signs that have been arranged vertically in a haphazardous diagonal across the back door. The signs read in order, Keep Out, Home and Property of Esmeralda D'Aventier, and trespassers will immediately be incinerated. <laughs> Beneath the warning on the third sign, someone has drawn a small frowny face with crossed out eyes, <laughs> surrounded by stylized flames. So what you're saying is we should fuck with this thing. So let's open it? No, no, <laughs> no, no. No. No, 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 no. Give me a survival check. With advantage. Survival. Damn. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, motherfucker. What? Plus six. And advantage on top of that. So 17. 22. 22. Hell yeah. Your wonderful nose. Smells like. Notices that this wagon gives off a very strong smell of sulfur. Try nitrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Very strong smell, smell oh, of sulfur. Oh, is that going to be the flame and skull thing? It's like... The... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we don't want to back away from the... Uh, from this, uh, yeah, this carriage, because... I think it's packed with explosives. Claire, I want you to give me an investigation check. Are we seriously sacrificing Claire? Yes, let me fix the blower ass up. Let's go. No, <laughs> if I was purposely blowing somebody up tonight, it's gonna be me. It would be you. Why? Why me? D twenty. At least let me see Anya first. If you if you roll a D twelve, you're gonna fail this check automatically. <laughs> Why are you gonna blow me up? I'm not. <laughs> At least let me be on your food. Okay. 17. 17. You look around as there are 
looking at this wagon, you look around and you see wolf tracks around the wagon. It looks like it was probably a pack of wolves. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the it, it looks like there's there was like a pack of wolves that attacked this this wagon. Hmm. Huh. You also see a second set of wagon tracks that lead away from the wagon. And there's these wagon tracks over here that look like they're going this way. Okay. Supposed to be going to the tower. Sorry. Distractions. Yeah. Cool. Yep. How Stones. dark is it right now? Rocks. It's. It stone. is starting to get dark. 19. Does anybody have anything to do with fire? Because I, I was gonna, mean, if I can. I know you should. Let's light a fly, fire right around the wagon. That's no, 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 not that. I was, no. gonna, I was gonna grab the um, lanterns for later, if I can. If I, not, then it's fine. Okay. Can I grab them? Yeah. Take, take the lantern. I mean, if if we can do anything with the lantern. Everyone should have a window. There is a window. There's windows on both sides. Is it a window? It is covered with red fabric from the inside. Please be cautious about this. Can we knock on the door? You can. I want to light a match and look at 120 feet. You can knock on the door. You knock on the door. Nobody's there. But uh, maybe we bring down the fucking tower with it. Is it the tower? It's got a padlock on it. Oh, so, so who has um, the... No, let's not open this. Uh, <laughs> let's not open this. Alright, I'm already heading uh, back to so, the yeah, But it, it says keep out. It's probably boom trap if it says keep out from high schools. So we have to... I mean, we could check for booby traps. How do you do that? In, not inside. I'm going to step away like... Me too. Let's, let's check the tower first. You guys are making me nervous. Yeah, let's check the tower first and then we'll double back to this. It's double. If I double back, I'm just gonna blow it up. I'm gonna double. I'm gonna blow it up. Why do we need to investigate? I'm gonna blow it up. It's a bomb. All right. So yeah, we'll just make our way into the tower. All right. So you make your way to the tower, and you come to the tower door. The tower door is made of iron. And it has no visible handles or hinges. In the middle of the door is a large embossed blank red seal. Carved into the lintel above the door is a single word that reads Kazan. I say Kazan. I say Kazan three times. How close to the door are you? All right, time to explore. Uh, ten feet. Yeah. Right. So ten feet. Nothing happens. I take Cause... five feet closer. Oh, you want to take it together? Hold hands. Yeah, we'll hold hands. Okay. <laughs> take five feet. We'll go. So y'all are about five feet from the door. Yeah. So as you get within five feet of the door, eight fist-sized buttons grow from a wax-like surface in the same position on the seal. Eight fist 
size. This size button. Oh, fuck. Are they all like in, in a four row? Four? Or four? I'm fixing oh. a show them to you on D&D <laughs> right. &D Beyond because I don't have the TV out here. Say you need to roll for a... Uh, roll for something to see which one looks like it's the most. Uh, history? Oh, no. Not history. Perception. No. No, no, like, what, what oh, you oh right. he said perception. Perception? Yeah. Could be there an investigation check. What's your perception? Plus three. With the proficient. So, plus five. I'm gonna open this in a photo so that you fuckers don't, like, try to read this shit. <laughs> alright. Alright, alright, alright. Let's give you do this shit. Alright, so. Here's the button so you can pass that around. So. You, you look in these eight fist size buttons. This doesn't show the buttons, but what they're seeing, all those little stick figure looking things. Each one of those is going to be a button. I pulled on. So I pull out the ring, and I look at the ring, and I look at the fist size hole. You can pass that around so I can see. Yeah, the pulled on. Okay. You say Kazan. Kazan. Maybe you're supposed to press the buttons in like an order that would create the symbol. Yeah. But, but which one do we start? Let's yeah. do the thing that we said, like, well, if it's all the buttons that you have. Yeah. Because it looks like it hits all eight. We just need to make sure we start at the right one and end at the right one. So we start with the male. Well, so look for the, the two where it looks like it would start and end. And what, I, I didn't really look, what do they look like they're doing? Mm, it's like they're doing a robot. <laughs> This one has both arms down, that one has both arms up. They're doing the dance. This looks cool. See how like it's darker with this one right here? Like, you kind of forgot from, the starting point, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So like from arms down to arms up. Arms up looks like it'd be the starting point because it looks like is this the way? Fuck it. And then they just keep going. Look at all those little symbols. Shit, man. See those symbols? All these others. You know what those are? Those are stick figures that are dancing. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Right, that's what I was doing. Like, that's man. Like, so, in our restrooms. Block, black, and the church. The mop. See, both arms down, uh, up, both arms down. So, yeah, because he's looking like. Doop. 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 I'm like, yeah. yeah. My, uh, and the, down. Oh. So we're gonna do, we gotta play fucking DDR and open this fucking door. Right? So every single one of those. Keep going! Oh, okay. So where was that? It was here, here, here again, and down. And you hear click, and the Can door you know? opens. Yay! DDR champion, right here. Did you feel like Cactor? Kind of, like, uh. like now. I can't believe you figured that out that quick. Hey, I played a lot of Final Fantasy, a lot of uh, puzzles, uh, Skyrim, yeah. fucking Master Owls, the Bears, and the fucking. Oh, that bullshit. Yeah. So, 
It was either it was either you're gonna see my dumbass while keep going like this on the buttons, like, or yeah, let's let's do the movements. Yeah, I imagine that'd be a lot better if I was actually like standing up and just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it, that's, yeah, that's where it'd be like if we were actually recording this, like video recording. Yes. All right. It didn't work. You were sitting down. Shit. Give me. Let me get back to. Yeah, some of those had like foot movements in it too, right? They're like the yeah. <laughs> the flagstone floor of this tower is strewn with debris, and a few old crates stand near the east wall. A torn curtain to the south partially obscures the tower's vestibule. A five-foot square indention in the center of the floor contains four pulleys attached to taut chains that stretch up through that stretch up through a similar-sized hole in the rotted wooden ceiling. Standing next to the chain are four tall clay statues. Shit. Don't just blast. <laughs> every problem. It's just not gonna bring down the. Uh, Tower. She just fuck up the clay. Yeah, it's dirty. Yeah. Tower's probably going to go down. Oh, fuck. I guess I'm going to go check the. the. Jesus crates. What's that? How many crates are there? Just one? Uh, crates by the east wall. How many crates? They are, they are empty. There's oh. nothing in them. They're just trashy. statues, all of a sudden they begin to move. They grab the chains and they start pulling and you watch as a platform descends from the hole and comes down and you have to move out of the way so that it lands on the floor. It's an elevator. Do I push his belly button to go up? Probably. <laughs> Well, hmm. let's not split the party now, right, guys? I'm getting on the elevator. We should let's go, go one person at a time. <laughs> I'll get on the elevator okay. with Typer. Who's going first? At this point, I just want to get to where we're going so I can eat again. Eat. Yep. Yep, trust me, I am too. Hopefully, I can. Never mind. Alright, so you can go two at a time? I'm going to get all at once. It can probably hold the entire party. Sure, oh, it's a big, yeah, it's a great biggin. Don't split the party, even the same building. Don't split the party. Typher, Typher, it's the great biggin. The great biggin. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. 
Let's go. All right. You step onto the elevator platform, and it does nothing. Mm. Oh, I guess I would press the belly button. You press the belly button, and it does nothing. Yes, smack his ass. Uh, <laughs> you said there were chains? Yes. We can always just... We change ourselves. Say five of us. I really am going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to pick up? Kazan? Yeah. Want to Kazan? Want to climb the chain? Oh, his name? Kazan. 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 Shazam. 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 I'm not joking. You guys want to just climb up? Yeah, let's climb the chain. And nothing happens. Yeah. So we start climbing one by one. <laughs> Give me an athletics check. Oh, shit. That includes you. Anybody that's going to try to climb with with disadvantage. Shit. So they, they started moving whenever he walked up to him. Spider climb? We're rolling with disadvantage. Spider climb won't really work in this situation. Okay. Yeah. Take the over roll. And then, so now that we're on the platform, we're not by the statues, right? I got a 10. If you're on the platform, then the statues are on the four corners, basically. Okay, uh, I'm going to walk over. To one of the corners, see if getting closer to them helps moves it again. I'll get the other corner. And is there it does nothing. Else? Is there anything else in the room? Crates. <laughs> Trash. Uh, okay. I want exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they look like, they look like gargoyles. They don't move. Can one of us pull the chain? While the up? Give me a strength check. No With disadvantage. Maybe one person has a Seventeen. You grab the chains, you start trying to pull yourself up, but they are oiled and slippery and you ain't going up uh, nowhere. They're greasy. Uh, yeah, just one at a time. What kind of oil, uh, like, do you, is it flammable? <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like it would be flammable? Looks like oil. Oh, what's up with y'all? Wait, so, <laughs> hey, they, isn't your Eldritch Blast fire? They do damage. Damn. They, they pull the chain. Can anybody, can anybody make fire? Push them off. Make a spark? <laughs> well, I, I cut the chain and break it. And it shoots up. I don't know how fast it shoot us. I what? don't think we should do that. Okay. We <laughs> splattered against the Hold on. Ceiling. How would that shoot us up though? Because it, it would shoot us down because it's in a pulley system, so it's around the pulley. So they're pulling down, so it's pulling on the pulley. Or do they let it down? To come down. True. I think what we should probably do. And they pull mm-hmm. it to go up. Uh, we go back uh, to the Lord. Second gunner. Exactly. Did I notice any difference? They all look the same. Hmm. Um. I see. We get those crates, stack them on the platform, get onto the crates, and see if we can climb onto the second floor. How many crates are there? They're five foot by five, right? 
No, the the platform's five by five. Oh, jeez, oh, we're all we're all snug in this thing. Yeah. So they animated for a second though. So how did we how did we animate them? One person walked up. Just by walking up. Yeah, but Maybe then we, tried, we, walked, we tried walking up to him again. So it's not. All right, well, I'll get off the platform. We'll walk back to the door. I'm gonna turn around and walk right back up to him and see what happens. Nothing happens. All right. I'm going to go walk back to the door, <laughs> open it, and I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's uh, go. Time, so let's try one by one. See if it works. Okay. I can spider climb, but I don't know oh, if that would work. It won't work in this situation. What the hell is shit ball? Huh? Do I have wings? You can. You have to do something. You, yeah, you, you, have you do wings. have wings as an Asmar. But it's so, not gonna help in this situation. Mm, why? How high it? is this? The ceiling is probably twenty-five foot up. Anybody have fire? Who's the lightest person? Let's roll. Anybody? Oh, Don Leon. Anybody politely ask the statue? Yeah, can, I was gonna oh, say. I was please. like, can we like? And the statues begin to move <laughs> up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Wait, are you back? <laughs> You got back on, right? No, I don't worry about home. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you ask him? He said, up, oh, please. <laughs> I told him that, but took See, I didn't bumble. say anything, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> and... Stop going down my list. It's a slow process. And it's not a, a smooth ride. Right, because we're straining the fucking... It, it only goes up about five feet every yeah. few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's very jerky. <laughs> That's what my next book do. Well, finally, it takes you to the second floor, where dust and cobwebs fill this otherwise empty room, and the wooden floor is badly rotted and per- uh, partially collapsed. Great. So they're gonna do Shit. a bit of bullshit. Bro. Anybody have mending? At what? Mm-hmm. I think. Um, we'll step on that floor. Alyssa does Dude, no, no. Mm-hmm. Is mending a cancer? Should we? It can be. It can also be a actual level. Was it level one? I don't think so. I think Alyssa's character is it. Let me see Alyssa's thing. She, she Maybe not. Then. I don't know. Because it's just a broken. Like the floor is just damaged. Yeah. What would you do with it? Move people around, just carry them? It's not comfortable. Yeah, I don't, I don't think oh. they could do that with the patient. Maybe eventually. No, she does not. Okay. Okay. So then we go back down. We go back to the water and we have a second <laughs> dinner. No. Is there another floor? Yes. Can we keep going up? Up, please. <laughs> Hey Siri, so, you begin going up again. Again, it is very jerky and a slow process. Time and the elements have all but destroyed this third floor chamber, leaving a huge gash in the northwest wall and slimy black mildew on the walls. The wooden floor is completely rotted and has begun to fall away in places. The further we go up, the worse shit gets. <laughs> we're it's here nice. for a kid, right? <laughs> no, we're looking for the staff. For Cassandra's staff. But for Victor. 
the the girl, the little girl, well, searching for the kid is what brought us here. Yeah. Searching for the kid, we found the ring. We're still looking for a uh, missing head. So where do you come But yes, <laughs> yes, and we are uh, we can bring home with the staff as well. But again, I'm a paladin of righteousness. So I'm not saying if y'all gave him a different staff that but Well we have kind of shit, yeah, so <laughs> Victor. Yeah. Alright, he would be a he would be a power would be a definitely a Valhalla, you know? Necromancy? I mean, I know he ain't the best, like, he got fucked up with the, uh, the tenure <laughs> I mean, we're, all, we're having this discussion as this elevator's giving us, like, five feet yes. at a minute. Yeah. But yes, you're not wrong. And I'm just vibing it. For someone who just got his spells out of fucking book. Pretty good, yeah. Necromancy. And a lot of vampires are undead already, right? And we continue going. Oh, please. <laughs> and once again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The elevator begins to move upward. It's slow and it's jerky. But it finally brings you to the fourth floor. Now, unlike the levels before, this room shows signs of recent habitation. And although the place reeks of mold and mildew, has plenty of creature comforts, including a cozy bed, a desk with matching chairs, bright tapestries, and a large iron stove that is lit with plenty of wood to feed it. Light enters through arrow slits as well as through cake dirt windows. Dirt cake windows, let's try that again. Cake dirt windows. Yeah, with broken shutters. Other uh, things in this room include a standing suit of armor, a wooden chest, and uh, the wooden rafters are bent underneath the weight of the stone roof, but somehow remain intact. And you find yourself face to face with a very angry dampier. He was holding two rapiers and is ready to attack you. Uh, for initiative? Oh. For initiative. Good sir, you do not want to do this. I'm gonna kill this bitch. But, but, without money. And he screams at you. Who are you and what are you doing here? Wait, listen, listen, sir. And how did you get in? Siri. My badass dance moves. Oh my god. <clears throat> But yeah, we were just looking for a little kid. Um, Why are you looking for little kids? So, (laughs) I should probably. (laughs) I found a ring, and after doing some research, it led us to this tower. And you have five seconds to tell me why you're looking for little kids. Can you give us a fucking chance to talk? A damn year. He tends to babble. I want answers. I want quick answers, or you die. We die. A kid just shut the fuck up. Just so you know, this is a he's a level nine character. He's higher than that at this point. Yes, you're all about to die. Congratulations. Okay. I'm leaving. Listen, listen. Can can I talk? Yes. Listen, 
Listen, sir, we're just trying to find this kid. A kid went up missing in a Vistani, in the Vistani camp, and we're trying to look for the kid because the father's really, really worried about the kid, and we're just trying to help. Plus, what is the father's name? Y'all remember the Lavash. Lavash. And name who is the girl? Arabella. She disappeared. And what concern is she of yours? Who's one delivered toys from? Well, yeah, Arabella? we were, we were, um. Where are you from? Outside. They're not from Barone. Right, kind of interesting question to ask. Try me. I might understand more than you think. We're outsiders. We don't. We're not originally from Barovia. Uh, Madam Ava brought. Where us are you here. from? Neverwinter. His eyes following you. Neverwinter. Huh? Same here. What city? Oliver's Gate. Damn it. <laughs> He watches his demeanor begins to change slightly. He has less agitation. He doesn't look as if he's about to attack, but he is definitely on edge. As he eyeballs each of you, he watches you put your hands up. I'm gonna roll. As you're holding a big ass sword. Well, that's my hands are up. My sword's on my back. Okay. Roll perception. Okay. This is definitely the same smell that you know is coming off the way. You have it, don't you? What concern is that of yours? I think you've already made that thing clear by now. I can smell it. I will protect this girl with my life. Oh, so we have the same. Is this spell card? Yeah, it's a bell card. Are you bell card? Who's asking? Like nobody heard this. Uh, Holy shit, man. Well, uh, no, like, I mean, who's asking? It's like nobody I heard the conversation, though. <laughs> the conversation that uh, Charles had with me and him both. Yes, because y'all don't, y'all don't didn't hear that conversation. Yes. Oh, shit. Your bell card. Yes, I'm asking. <laughs> it's a name I haven't heard in a little while. It's indeed my name. I'm curious how you know that name. Lavash told me. Lavash is a good man. And he's gonna be pissed when he finds out you have his daughter. I think Lavash would rather me have his daughter than Strahd to have his daughter. So you killed... What was his name? Yen. Yen? Yen. Is that that fucker's name? I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the one, one I found the one with the head. head. Oh yeah, the guy with no head. I killed him. Okay. So, so one question. I you kill you if you piss me off. Trying not to. So why didn't you so tell you me? You don't like Strahd as well. I definitely do not like Strahd. We are on the same side of one coin here. That is yet to be established. You are not wrong, but. If you would like for us to somehow prove this, I can show you some bite marks that I have to where he bit me to be under. This is not helping your case. Yeah, you're right. This is not helping your case. So I'm not under control anymore. If you're friends with, um, which is why I hate him. Was it Belage or whatever? Like why didn't you? Why didn't you tell him you had his daughter? Because 
for one thing, the time did not permit that. He was not there when everything went down. For two, there are people looking for her that do not have the best of intentions. Is that why you're looking? Yes. And that's why I took Yen's head. So curiosity, was <laughs> <laughs> You had the head up? It's over on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Do you have to get out to collect people's heads? No. Only ones that I don't wish for people to find. You see, Yen could identify me. It's not very hard to figure out a Dampir in this land. Strahd would figure that was me pretty easily. And all it takes is a spell to get a dead head to talk. I look over at our here to see if he would like to uh, talk some brotherly Dampier stuff. And Say, he watches Dampier. you and he goes, I know that one's a Dampier. I can smell Me? I'm, I'm looking at Him. you like, Sorry. I'm looking at you like, you want to talk to your boy here? Just like you. So we're, we're on the, the, mm. this, this room with... Uh, You're all on the elevator still. You are all y'all are all corralled in this <laughs> five foot five <laughs> elevator platform. So if he was a mage, you could have fireballed this whole. Um, yeah, he, he definitely just told everyone that she was an or he was an empire. So, uh, so can we join you in the room, or can or are we just gonna be be stuck here? Say we just out. He looks at you. I don't wanna be able to touch you touch you with these people for this long. I'm not gonna say that I am in the trusting mood at this point, but I will allow you to enter and we will talk more. <laughs> would it make you more comfortable if we just disarmed ourselves? Not that it seems like you would have any problem dispatching us if you I was about to say, do you think that is my issue? <laughs> No. My issue is not the threat that you pose to me. And what is your issue? Well, then we don't have a problem, because we're here My busy. issue is the p- threat that you may pose to a young girl. And until we don't see her you've said it, that's right, and you won't see her until I'm satisfied. So you oh. that ring Is it yours? Indeed. How about good faith? Return this, and you trust us. That ring doesn't have faith for me. It's a ring. Do you think that giving me a piece of silver would make me automatically trust that you are who you say? No, but the fact that we found this and we're able to track. Strahd gives gifts all the time. Let that sit. About this time, you see in the corner of your eye a gray shadow pass along the floor, kind of stalking up towards you. It's not very big, and then it jumps, and it lands on Velkar's shoulder. You see it as a large 
Maine Coon Cat, gray in color. And it stares at you with green eyes. Not in a hostile way, just kind of a lazy way as it watches you. And Velcar watches it and how it reacts to you. You're going to want to keep that one away from Victor. <laughs> I slowly grab some bread and cheese and throw it up for the cat. You're gonna throw bread and cheese on Velcar's shoulder. No, <laughs> this, I, I, like, throw the cheese in the face. Are you could just yeah. like crouch down and be like, so let's go down and like, you know, put it on the ground right in front of us. The cat's hungry. Doesn't look like we got much food here. No, you. You said this place is inhabited by creatures. Yeah. Belcarth looks at you. He's like, it's not the brains for your operations. I hate to say we don't have much brains collectively. You <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me to swing a sword, I swing my sword. You should have seen the party I came into Barovia with. Look, I'm gonna level with you, man. Level with me. I don't care about any of this shit. We know the kid's safe. With you. We're just going to go back and tell Lavash that you have and that's I would prefer you didn't do that. Why? Because once Lavash knows, that means his brother Argot will know. Not necessarily. Lavash tells everything to Argot. He trusts, he trusts Argot. This is true. That's probably his brother knows. Is Argot a strong sympathizer? Indeed. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not good. He knows that his brother is a spy for Strahd. So what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to tell him that we know where Strahd is, but we can't tell him what? If we have a compound, good. I can't do that. (laughs) My blade is influencing me to ask if. You can try it anywhere. No, my blade is. Let me pop pop one real quick. Yeah. My, my blade is asking me if we should get rid of Argon. You want to kill Lavash's brother? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the word kill, but much more of a happy accident. Is it better than losing his daughter? Yeah, there is no uh, accident. Just, uh, just happy little treats. Yeah. I don't even know what we can do. What, what can we do so, to gain your trust? Yes. No. My trust yes. is very hard. And I really don't care if we gain your trust at all. <laughs> Alright, the end game for all of this is to get the hell out of here. How do we do that? How do you get the hell out of where? The tower? There's Barovia. a door right outside. Barovia! Barovia. Seems like you've been here a minute as well. You said I... you came in here with a party. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Most of them yeah. were sent back to the Forgotten Realm. Our, yeah. our party... <laughs> started to become a little bit too powerful for Strahd's comfort. Why didn't you just kill them all? Why send them back? Who knows? I'm not sure why Strahd does most of the things that Strahd does. Maybe he wanted to bring them back and toy with them later on. Maybe he wanted them to go back and have nightmares for the rest of their lives. We all gonna have PTSD after this bullshit. Mm. As far as I know, I am the only one who has come through 
that has not either died or was sent back. Been here a little over a year. I have not heard from any of the rest of the party. When we heard that Strahd was going to send them back, I joined forces with another individual and we came here so that Strahd did not know that my presence was still here. You gotta talk to that one over there. That one doesn't seem to talk much. Uh, it's one of your that doesn't mean I have a brotherhood. No, I think it is fairly important that I do at least talk to you because I did get a a saying from Madame Ava that oh, I definitely sh- that I definitely should talk to you because we share blood. So, Madame Ava, I have not heard that name and. A while now. I met Madame Ava before. Much like you, I received a reading from her. I wonder if that happens to all travelers, all of them. I reckon Are brought to Madame Ava and told these wild fanatical stories about defeating Strahd. I'm sure that she told you the same, right? To an extent, yeah. Oh. Let's see, she probably told you locations of weapons that you could use against him. I think she, she did that with everyone else. I don't recall a weapon in my favor. All she really said to me was, seek you. And then... Seek me. Yeah, just to seek you. I could be I could be misinformed about the saying. I'm kind of fuzzy right now. Shush. Well, you have found me. I have indeed. And, I'll, and at least from what I can tell, I'm very clearly not welcomed, at least as of now. But it is not that you are not welcome. And we may have goals that align with each other, but my first and foremost goal is to protect the life of a child and to keep that child out of the hands of Strahd von Zarevich. And that is what I have done. That's, that is definitely, that's very respectable. I, how are we going to bring this to her dad though? Well, do we just tell with me? the fact that I know now that Lavash is back at the camp, then there's no reason why Arabella can't be returned to her father. However, the problem lies that her uncle, while I do trust that her uncle would do nothing to harm her, I don't trust. What she, what he may say That to she her. is safe within his grasp. Strahd That's... reaches out quite far, and those that he likes to have under his thumb 
he makes do things that they would normally not do. Have you found that to be true? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. He kind of, his eyes fall on you. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you have some personal experience. How many times have you been bit? Just once. No. One of our party got bit twice. One time (laughs) while he was at the Blue Water Inn. I bet you think you're safe there, don't you? As I'm sure that's probably where you're staying. I thought we were. To be honest, I don't really feel safe anywhere in this land. That's the right thing attitude to have about this land. There is no place safe. This tower has its merits, but even this tower is not safe. Um, so I was curious. Um, well, now that we found out that Arabella is uh, safe and all that, that's fine. I don't really care about that. But uh, Victor, he was kind of war- uh, wondering if there was a, a Kassan staff here. If we can Maybe you did, if that's okay. You would have to ask Rictavio about that. Fine. Ravioli, that's your other... Ravioli! Ravioli! That's your guy. That's the other guy that knows you're here. Yes. Have you had the pleasure yet? Uh, We have one in water. But who is Rictavio the youth? How do you guys know each other and why? Well, much like you, I met Rictavio at the Blue Water Inn. Did Ravioli regale you with tales of weirdness as well? Oh, yes. (laughs) Indeed. He has quite the tales. I believe one he told us was about this man in a... or a... In a red and gold metal suit that flew around like a bird. Little bird. Yes. <laughs> You'll have to have him tell you that. I still don't understand the connection. Like, Mattario is just entertainment, or is he more than that? That? It's not my knowledge to give out. Okie dokie. She gonna be the so. original person. No kid, no staff. What are you talking about? My kid's safe. Yes. Maybe but we're not going to kid. He walks over to the chess robe and he opens it and puts his hand in and you see a child's hand take his and out steps a young girl long black hair dark brown eyes olive skin pink shirt yellow sash purple skirt don't ask him to have good fashion sense and he looks at her almost fatherly and he says, I'd like you to meet the young lady who has caused all your trouble. <laughs> this is Arabella. 
And she she looks at you. And keep in mind, this is a, a ten-year-old. She looks at each of you and she says, I'm sorry that you had to travel all the way out here on my behalf. But I do appreciate the concern for me. Wow, she, she talks. Heroes do guys, she talks very sophisticatedly. <laughs> for a 10 year old? For a ten, yeah, for a 10 year old. Usually, a 10 year old would be like, Oh, strangers. Oh my god. She looks at you. Uh, I'm not, that, was, I know. that was out of character. She looks at you and she goes, I've been expecting you all. You have? Yes. How, how so? I knew all about y'all. From who? From myself. Oh, the dreams yes. foretold. Oh, yeah. My dreams foretold that y'all would come and find me. So you, so you and Ava have much in common, I suppose. If you're... Indeed. I mean, that's... I love my Auntie Ava. She's... Yeah. We got you, we got you some presents on her behalf. Um... Yeah. I know. But, yeah, oh yeah, you know that. You like but me? I know that... The, the hairy guy over here kept the, uh, dummy for himself. But I do like, the, I really like the nesting. Oh, nice. I think he so takes them out for you. Yeah, that's fine. They're all for you anyways. Yeah. What, what you about... keep the Furby. Oh, damn it. I was about to ask about the Furby. Yeah, yeah. Does he want the dummy? No, no, no. It's a creepy I'm happy dummy. with anything that I get. Except for the Furby. Except for the Furby. Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's like, I thought she didn't know What's wrong with the Furby? It tends to be noisy. Oh, that is true. And, Take the batteries In one of the realities I saw, my father heard it late at night after y'all gave it to me. And he tried to throw it in the fire, but it showed up the next day. <laughs> oh, that's So tough. it's probably better off y'all keep that. Oh, that's pretty oh. cute. Is that in one of your realities? Yes. What do you mean by that? Not all things are set in stone. So you're able to see different outcomes based on different decisions? Yes. But those things can definitely be changed. For example, you gave me the fear feed. I'm giving it back, so therefore it won't get thrown in the fire and show up the next day. Well, I think that's pretty cool. So is that the reason why I'm assuming Strahd is wanting to get a hold of you so that he can change his future since Madame Ava's fortune was not to his liking? That's a pretty good assumption. And having a walking, talking fortune teller when Ava won't give him what he wants. So he seeks to weaponize you against his enemies. Against a certain particular set of enemies. So that stand in this room right now. Because I'm curious too, I guess out of character, is like if Strahd would 
Because again, you said a walking, talking fortune teller. But it's like if Strahd would turn her into a vampire or whatever, would she lose the ability to like dreamwalk if she's vampire? It's hard to say. There's different realities that go along with that. He's never had the opportunity to do it before. Ava is too powerful for him. And one day I will be too. So Velcar kind of looks. He says, would you at least like to know what has, what happened? So that you don't think I make a habit of just decapitating random people. Yes, I would like to know, please. No, I'm we, sure we, we'd all like, like to know. What, what was he doing something to her? Was he? I don't leave the tower all that often. When I do, it's simply to forage, making potions, little hobby that I've picked up in the recent months. And I just happened to be over by the Luna River. And that is when I saw that Jan, that Yan? is the name you gave, said he was, right? Yan. Yan? Yan. And he said, I, I didn't ask his name before I yeah. <laughs> separated his head from his torso. So I heard him talking to one of Strahd's spies, saying that they had plans to kidnap Arabelle, and that the plan was for them to have Alexi bring her out into the woods under the guise of playing, that Alexi would be given some poisoned wine that would cause him to sleep, in which time the other individual, Yan, would, I did that pop up. Okay. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Even here in Barovia, they're trying to give me extended car warranties. I, I tried to tell them my horse is back in the Fugan realms, but they keep calling. Sending ravens. Yes. Now the ravens are fine. Have you learned to trust the ravens yet? Yes. Yes, we have. The ravens will never steer you wrong. Anyway. I heard this man talking with Strahd's spy. The spy's name is Escher. Have y'all met Escher yet? He was. I was wasn't he in the attack? Escher is one of Strahd's wives. <laughs> I wouldn't call him the husband. So we'll call him a wife. Recognizing Escher, I of course it caught my attention. And I overheard them saying that they were going to drug Alexi and kidnap Arabella. Now I have quite the affinity for Arabella. She's a very special child, as you have noticed. And she looks up at him and she just beams. I did hear from the dad, the dad uh, Arabella's father that you have saved 
her previous, previous, wait, oh, yeah, yeah, that was between him and Piper. Piper, you'd say that. Say what? What I just said. What did you just say? That you, that you know that he's kind of special to her via what the dad said. I forgot the dad's name again. Well, Vash just said they have a good relationship. That's it. Mm. He said that he saved her before the him. So, we get to the point where I severed the head from the body. So, I have a talisman that I use, talisman echoes, that I use to talk to the head. Right, and helpful little piece of imagine having a conversation with head. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once they're severed they tend to not need a lot. That's right. And the head told me that Strahd had issued a bounty on all young girls matching Arabelle's precise and unique description. Dark haired, olive skinned, And so I talked to Arabella, and we agreed that returning her to the Vistani camp would leave her exposed to Strahd, and therefore too dangerous. So we came back here. Now I have the head. And outside of this tower, I can make it talk again. Dead men tell no lies. But... Do you wish to travel back to the Vistani camp and tell Lavash that his daughter's safe? I'll travel with you. I'll just make sure. Some? Huh? You're gonna kill us on the way so we don't get to tell him? No. Why would I kill you? Unless you're planning on kidnapping this child. I thought you said then... you didn't want us to enclose information about her, baby. He's going to travel with us, though. I'll travel with you. Okay. We don't want to kidnap anybody. We want to get past this point. So we got to continue on our own mission. Yes. And then I will just give Arabella my amulet for proof against detection. Strahd shouldn't be able to find her. But you might find you. That's a risk I'll take for her. Willing. So we make moves. Agreed. And do we leave now or do we wait until the morning? Big green guy. <laughs> and Arabelle goes, his name's Plask. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen one of y'all try to do fireball in this tower. Does it Victor say he takes your Magic away, you can't do magic inside the walls. This is true. So, your spells would have done no good against me. Are you as fast as a dampier? I tried. <laughs> I, I can be because I am a dampier, but I don't want to fight. I, I don't want to fight. <laughs> So we 
gotta you gotta talk to uh I was gonna say Taisha was What's Victoria? Oh Storyteller. For Storytelling you know. Yeah. To get the staff for Victor. You know, just tell Victor go go get your staff, bro. Stupid. Been here the whole time, could you just talk to him? So it is late and it is not wise to travel. I can't protect you all. I'm sorry to but say. You're level 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to say, but if we were attacked by werewolves, my sole job is to protect this child and the dam with the rest of you. Like a sacred werewolf, so. Sure, I got a question. Have you tried to get into that wagon outside? Oh. Please tell me you didn't try to get into Esmeralda's wagon. If we no. had, you would have probably known by now. Yes, I would have felt the percussion. We just thought maybe there could be some things to help Shush. us out in there. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things that can definitely help you out of this life. Who is Esmeralda? Esmeralda. Esmeralda is... was... A student of a very famous monster hunter by the name of Rudolf Van Richten. Most people from the Forgotten Realm have heard that name, especially if they have dabbled in monster hunting themselves. So I'm going to assume it was you as well. Not monsters, more special entities, but I'll come across a few. Well, Esmeralda is a student of Rudolf van Richten, and she roams the countryside, both trying to find Rudolf and trying to find her own path to destroy Strahd. She's a very useful individual to know. She's very crafty. And she's very smart. Do you interact with each other anymore? It's been a while since I've seen her. Van Richten tends to disappear and do his own thing. And if he doesn't want to be found, he won't be found. Fair enough. Alright, I'm good. Yeah! I couldn't agree more. Are you offering? Mm-hmm. I've got my blood. No, you smell like you're a little mangy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the research I'll take that back and show you how <laughs> If you can keep from pissing on the furniture, <laughs> there's plenty of space for bedrolls. Arabella gets the uh, bed, and we'll travel in the morning. The baby. You don't want to travel at night in these parts. There's a werewolf den not too far. See tracks. I mean, we do have several weapons, you say? Yes. There's a cave on the other side of the lake. What happened to taking our wrist? I don't have much as far as provisions go to share. I don't require a whole lot of provisions for myself and what I do have goes in the world. 
like to share a bottle of wine. To share our food with the one another. <coughs> so Von Richten and Rictavio are not the same people. Because all mm, you don't answer it <laughs> every time I don't I ask that question. Because I feel like it is. Because I feel like Rictavio, since he said uh, Von Richten is a name that he lost, I feel like Rictavio is like the the sideshow, and then Von Richten comes out and he tries to. You could always ask Melkar, and he might tell you. Melkar kind of gives a a little snide smile. He says, "Not all secrets are mine to tell." Yeah. You know, I'm gonna just take that as a win. Say, I knew it. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm not gonna piss on the furniture, but I'm gonna take a big steamer right in the I will. <laughs> I will tell you this: Van Richten tends to travel with a small monkey. So instead of freaking that one, it's a yeah. So does he go by the uh, name of a Blitzky every once in a while? I don't know what name he's going by at the moment. <laughs> Everything's all fun. He's no fun. He's not Ricardo. Oh yeah, he's not Ricardo. He's not a fish. Or he could be all three. <gasps> <laughs> but we would have recognized him right when we saw Ricardo. He was he was bringing food out though. Something something weird is going on. Man faces. Yeah, like Game of Thrones, he just puts somebody else's face on. Face off. <laughs> so make yourselves comfortable. I have promised Arabella, and she interrupts. Yes, you have to give me a story, Elcar. You promised. Stories? <laughs> a story? And so you see Elcar sit on the edge of the bed and he kind of tucks Arabella into the bed and the cat jumps on the foot of the bed next to Arabella's feet and she pets the cat and she says good night Grimalkin and the cat just kind of purrs and settles in and Velcar pulls out a storybook and, and reads it to her as she falls asleep. That's so cute. And then he pulls up a chair next to her and he sits in the chair and doesn't really trance but doesn't sleep. Just sits there guarding over her during the night while y'all take your rest. I'm just chilling in the corner, cuddling my dragon. I forgot my wife. Start like searching through all this shit. Like, what does he have? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, no. Him off. He was up in the, uh, <laughs> no. We're just kidding. I'm just chilling. All right. What are y'all doing? Sleeping with my baby dragon. Oh, everybody gets a. Full night's nice rest, long rest. Sleeping with a weird ass fucking half vampire. Yeah. I wish we could have figured out a way to kind of like. 
Let's get a long rest, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, as you're sleeping, Marina, you wake up <laughs> to find something licking your face. Something licking your face. Alright. Is it a scratchy tongue or is it a soft tongue? It's a soft tongue. Okay, so, okay. All right, so it's not the kid. No, you open like, your eyes and you see a little white terrier. Hello. You, you see Lancelot. You, you, you see the, the collar on its neck. It says Lancelot. What do you want, bro? <laughs> you start scratching behind its ears. And then as you open your eyes even more, Right next to you, sleeping in a ball of white fur, is Lancelot. (laughs) They're multiplying! I hope this is a dream. Um, (laughs) WTF. Well, it seems friendly, but I don't want (laughs) It's like I don't want to punt it across the room. (laughs) Hello. Hello, little guy. I mean, it's it's obviously Lancelot. Is it a just now? Multiplied. If if a gremlin to get water on your <laughs> walk is that after midnight? Yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. How about you say what the fuck is going on here? You reach down to where the sleeping dog lies, and you touch it, and it lifts its head and. And cocks its head and licks your hand. So it's obviously alive. And now there are two dogs. I got two babies. (laughs) Wait, how do they react to each other? They start playing. You don't want those two to touch. (gasps) Oh, yeah. You can't have the the same fucking matter occupying the same space. Don't cross the string. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, they collapse to a black hole and we all die. Well, uh, well, uh, I gotta at least keep the real one separated and make sure. So, (laughs) Velcar, with a soft voice, not to wake the others. You went into the death house, didn't you? No. (laughs) No. We did. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yep, we did. We went in the dirt. You're asleep. I am not asleep. I'm awake. Oh, you're trancing. Well, she's not trancing. She's already in. Velcar. Valkar says you went into the Durst Manor, didn't you? Yeah, a bit. Found the dog in the music room? Yeah. So did I. Oh, shit. Okay, so they're both real. Good deal. Whew. Uh, good to know. Uh, I didn't think. I Strange thought we to see it, the occurrence happen. I figured it could. Cinerous. They're both real. They're both <laughs> the same dog. 
Does that mean like his soul is like split? He doesn't exist. Or so he doesn't exist, but he exists. How does it? Now that we know that, but what have you learned about souls here in Barovia? That would help answer that question. We've uh, well, we've only just learned that souls can apparently be or be separated from their physical bodies and all that shit. Souls never leave Barovia. Oh. So, souls don't enter Barovia either. So, are you saying we lost our soul as soon as we No, your souls are with you. Your soul won't be able to leave Barovia. When a baby is born, it doesn't necessarily have a soul. Some people that walk this land have no souls. Oh. Haven't you noticed something strange? With some of the people here in the neighborhood, yeah. Who you gonna call? Oh. <laughs> Not strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. A lot of people are uh, buttholes here in Barovia. Oh, but, they seem heartless. Buttholes are one thing. But, <laughs> buttholes tend to be souls. Tend to have souls. Souls don't necessarily make a good person. True. Right. Lacking the soul tends to make a more of a shell. Of a person. For robots. I started suspecting as much myself when I got to the village of Barovia. Have y'all been there? Did you go into the bar? Or like at the tavern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the bartender there? I guess so. <laughs> very, very peculiar individual. He likes to clean monks. Was that Erwin? No, that's at Blue Water at Velaki. Oh shit. Getting them mixed. Oh, the one that was just cleaning like cups and just putting them down and yes. cleaning the cups again? Mm-hmm. Yes. He cleans mugs all day. Mm-hmm. Serves drinks. Talks very flat tone. No soul. Did you meet the Burgomaster's son in the town of Barovia? Yes. But soul. Was, yeah, I was like, he kept soul. He, he yeah, cared a lot soul. about the people. You tell by the way they dress. They dress in drab clothing. No soul. Colorful clothing. Oh, that makes sense. But you said that you met the burgomaster's son. Was the burgomaster alive or was he dead? Sorry. I would assume he was alive. He wasn't? Well, we, he the didn't. funeral, we attended his funeral, that's when Strahd made his first appearance. I thought that was the dad. Irina's dead. Oh, that, that, that was the son. Master. Yeah. Well, you said son. Yeah, which is, uh, oh god, what's his name? Uh, no, it was Irina and Ismar. Ismar, Ismar. thank Ismar. you. Ismar was alive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And father, was he dead? Or alive? Oh, I didn't hear that part. I thought you were still talking about son. No, he was passed, and we attended his funeral. He died a few days before he got there, did he not? He? 
about well, like three days before. You died a few days before I got here. So it's just a loop of bringing Irina to. Irina. Oh, there's a name. Tell me. You had to bring her to Vallaki. Mm-hmm. And you had to retrieve the bones. Mm-hmm. And did you get the bones back to the church? We did. Uh, but the Strahd took them. Except, yeah. well, oh, say that they took them. Yeah, Strahd took them. Yes, Strahd took them for me as well. Look up his fingers, and they were gone. Then he just rode off on his horse. Interesting how things work. A big loop. Yeah, like a whole time loop. What's the point if it's just going to happen all over again? That's what I've been trying to figure out. That's why I stayed. Let's see how things work in this world. It interests me. I had to save Arabella. Now here you are trying to save Arabella. And then we have the two dogs. <laughs> it's quite interesting. I would agree. What other things have y'all done so? Well, let me see. Let me just. Um, and if any of y'all wake up while this is, y'all can say you woke up. Say, shut up. Okay. <laughs> you guys shut the fuck up. Straight apart. Especially the the elves. Yeah, y'all are. Chilling. Uh, Chilling. Yeah. Y'all don't sleep don't anyway. Sleep. Nope. Walk doesn't sleep. She's a nice lady. Um. So I'll yeah give him. Details of so we did the bones. We talked to was Father Lucian's son. We also were trying to heal him. Father Lucian has a son in your universe. Well, he had no son for me. He's not so much his son anymore. Um, he's kind of under the influence of Strahd, and we told him that Lucian was one of guys start with. Are you awake or are you asleep? I'm awake now because you guys won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so yeah, I was, okay. So, so Velcar turns and says Lucian got his throat ripped up? Yep. So Lucian is dead. Lucian is dead. He didn't die for us. Yeah. Strahd uh, decided that he didn't need to talk anymore. So things do change. I don't even think Lucian was in the room. Well, 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 it makes Strahd. perfect sense, especially with what Arabelle said. She can see in the many realities, but nothing set in stone until decisions were made. She, indeed. She sees many things. She's very special. Well, just but a Here's clue. the thing, though. There has to be something, some event, or some period in time that causes... Everything that Milovage was the little kid. No, that is because uh, that's what I had on my nose. Is Milovage was hanged? No, Milovage hung himself. He was the seventeen-year-old. The other little kid, the one y'all talked to, 
to start with, what was his name? So that was the dad, you said, of... Which one? The vampire... The vampire son? So that was Milovash? No. Milovash was the the kid that worked as the groundskeeper. The right. mom that went the hamburgers? Yeah. yeah so who that, was... That yeah. wasn't his dad. The kid? No, that's what I was saying. Milovash was the kid. Chained up. That's Doru. Doru. So who was the dad of Doru? Father uh, Donovich. Donovich. Donovich, okay. Everyone has a bitch or something. Yeska is the little boy at the uh, chapel, at the church that Lucian told. Remember Irina Vitch? Irina Vitch. That's how you make an NPC in Brovi, just so add a bitch to that. <laughs> that's who I was trying to talk about. Father Donovich and his son. Uh, I didn't write that down on this one. So what causes the reset, so to speak? I've been trying to figure that one out. We sort of saw it for our own eyes. I don't know what happened when you came through here the first time. When we came through here, Durst Manor was destroyed. We left. Strahd, and it comes back. Yeah, Strahd told us to go back and look, and we did. And sure enough, Durst Manor was up again. Seems like when something happens, Usually, three days later, everything resets itself. But nobody has memory. Is it? Of what has happened. Is that why, uh, was it Strahd at the funeral said, what was it Strahd? They said, like, in death, life. So every time there's death, it loops back to life. Probably. Strahd understands how things work here. Probably more than anyone. That would make sense since he was lord of this land. No, he is much more than lord of the land. He is the land. He is the land, and he will tell you that. But this, the guy just needs to go on vacation for a while. That's all I need. He needs to take a break. He needs to take a dirt nap. That's what he needs to do. You guys were not able to defeat Strahd. We weren't given the opportunity. We had the Sun Sword. We had the Icon of Ravenloft. We had the Tome of Strahd. We had amassed several allies. And then the next thing we knew, one of the Ravens had told us that Strahd was going to send us back. And that is when Rictavio came to me and told me to come to the tower. And the tower blocked the spell from transporting you back to Yes. There is no magic that can reach into this tower. You can use your spells all you want. And it will have no effect. They cannot scry in here. Um, Strahd would have no power here. But Strahd knows not to come here. Strahd would never be stupid enough to try to fight a a fight on this property. What makes this place so special? So many 
who knows how much time, centuries maybe, a wizard by the name of Kazan built the tower and he put in an anti-magnet, a magic field, not an anti-magnetic, anti-magic field onto this tower to protect himself from other entities. And somehow those wards have still stayed in place. Hmm. I have no idea how they work. It must have been extremely powerful to even prevent Strahd from overcoming it. Indeed. Do you think that that spell would be in the book that Victor still has? One kind in the book? Perhaps, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I have no idea what book you speak. I know that Victor Velakovich has a spell book, but... Spellbook was written by Mordecai, which is also a really extremely powerful one. I'm yes. sure you know. I've run into him a few times, sir. You've ran into Mordecai? Yes. You won't find him in his regular form unless you actually go and seek him out. So what exactly happened with that? Because obviously, as you and I know, being from the same realm, he was a big name there. What the hell is he doing in Ravenloft? I'm not entirely sure how he came to Ravenloft. But he is here. And I will tell you that I believe there are some ties to him with Victor. Well, he does have one of his books, and he's been playing around with the spells, some unsuccessfully. How do you like his cats? Well, the, the, the three dead ones he's got running around? He's only got three now? He had more than three. We have two four. No, it was probably like nine. It was like nine, yeah. No. There was four dead cats. And there was nine. There was oh, three nine. children, four cats, the mirror. I'm not worried worried about his cats, I'm more worried about uh, the other problem that he's having with a girl he tried to send through a transportation circle. Well that was different for me. When we encountered Victor, he had killed the butler and one of the maids. Who the hell? By trying to send them through the teleportation circle. Hmm. Yeah. He still hasn't got it right, obviously. <laughs> well, thank God he didn't kill Stella. He just lied to his yes. dad and said they quit. Stella Vacher's daughter? Yes, Lady Vacher's daughter. Oh, yes. For my... Uh, my run-in with him, he had turned Vacher's daughter into a cat. Like, she was human, but she meowed. And licked herself. Uh, what the f- <laughs> Well, we're going to meet with Lady Vacher tomorrow for a uh, evening dinner. Still trying to figure out how I'm going to bring that to subject across. It is strange to think of Vacher and you having dinner with her. Because about ten months ago, I put a sword through her while she was sleeping. So you killed her? You said I did. And now she's back. Interesting. But again, like I said, not surprising. Yes, I climbed through her window. 
And let me tell you, her bedroom holds some surprises. Oh. I'll save that one for you guys. <laughs> I don't want to spoil that one for you. Assuming it's even the same. Well, just in case. Let's just say you don't want to crawl in bed with her. You're still sleeping? Yeah. Has it woken you up at all? Everyone's blabbering? Oh, Belcar's got a really soft. I'm in my tin head. Just. I don't know if the orc's alive. Grab no or pebbles. Oh, wait. Yeah. Your armor. <laughs> still asleep. Yeah. Plask is asleep, too. Plask? And, no, Banner's an elf. He's probably awake. I'm chilling. Claire's probably asleep, too. What time is it? Probably about three in the morning. No, Just waiting for the sun to rise. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull my little tobacco pipe out, pull some tobacco, and just go to town. I am awake. It's been a long time since I've smelled tobacco. Would you like a hit? He <laughs> takes your pipe. He takes a very small drop. Hands it back. It's a good blend. I'm sure that finding yourselves in Barovia was quite a shock to your systems. Getting here when the problem is finding out when you're stuck here. Yeah, that's more of the issue. I don't know how it is for you, but for us. We found that the Mardikovs were probably the best allies that we could have. They're quite helpful. Danica and Erwin. And Erwin's father. Well, they've definitely been keeping us fed and house since we've been here. They're quite generous. Erwin makes a mean wolf say. Do they still make coffee? I think someone's ordered coffee here before. They would be We had a bird with us. And the owl that drank coffee all the time. AKA me. Oh, they serve y'all with wine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wine. That's oh, one of the Oh. Maybe it was somewhere else. I'm still sleeping. No hell. How do you find the shopkeepers? We haven't really dealt with a whole lot besides Wetsky and the Smithy, who was uh, willing to work with us on the table to have some contraband weapons created. Wait Well, that's new. I don't recall Smithy. I would highly recommend y'all avoid the uh, alchemist. Oh, we've already had our. Oh, wait, shit. I don't even know if I'm. Well, I am awake, but. Yes, I'm you're awake. awake. We did have our. We did have our run ins with her. Um, well, let's just say she's definitely a bit more of the lustful typing. That's been the mouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said she's looking for you. 
She can keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'll, glad, I'll gladly... Oh yeah, There's a reason I don't frequent the Washington. <laughs> I mean, we can give you a free three days, you know, just... And then she'll come back. No, nope, that's alright. <laughs> when for the day that I find myself in Barovia again. With the way things look, I know it's gotta happen. Two dogs. Two Valkars. Yeah. I'd hope not to be duplicated for us. Yeah. I was say maybe another year. The interesting thing is, is that Arabella always stays the same. She's never duplicated. What about Madame Ava? Madame Ava does not get duplicated. Most of the Vistani do, do not. Because they get to run free. That's a, that's a good, good hypothesis somewhere. We know there's a special relationship between the Vistani and the Strahd. They have some sort of understanding. They do. And some of them work for Strahd, and other ones despise him and try to do what they can to undermine him. Undermine him. Yeah, I was like, just to put my own mind at ease, I think, did, did Milovage die? Whenever I went through, where did y'all even meet Milovage? Yes, I met Milovage. She was the one that gave up the bones. But, no. I believe he was alive and well. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, after the bones got taken by Strahd the next day, uh, hanged himself. So. And you said something about Lucian got his throat ripped out. Yeah. Well, that was not in my timeline either, so I wonder if that had something to do with that. So it paid one life of another? Possibly. No. We saw a fair amount of death and destruction. But for us, the, the chapel wasn't one of those situations. He took the bones, and we ran in, and he was there waiting for us. And he just took the bones and left. Well, so nice to us. Sounds like y'all had a harder time. Same outcome, but... Because we did get the couple balls. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't like her sleep. Did you wake up? Yes, I'm awake. Okay. Um, did the father, the one that got his throat ripped out with us, did he say anything after he took the bones with you guys that the instructor wants to hear? I don't even recall Lucian being in the room when we got there with the bones. We ran in and Strahd was at the altar at the front of the chapel. Yeah, we spoke to Lucian a few times after the, after the fact. Is there anything important that you talking before? Not really. The bones were destroyed so we couldn't have Irina there. 
Can't wait till you get to Cruz. That'll be an interesting one for you guys. Maybe I already could stay here. Hmm? So maybe I already could stay here. This wouldn't be a good place for her. No. I, like I said, it's got its magical wards. And Strahd would not be one to fight a war here. However, it's not safe from him. Strahd doesn't need magic to... He's quite powerful, so... Vampires can still interfere. As of right now, as far as Strahd knows, this is just an empty tower that's no concern of him. You bring Irina here, he'll know. So the... The whole rule about welcoming the vampires in doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't exist in this realm. Strahd is land. So, go anywhere you damn well please. Oh, yes. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Strahd has control over everything. The only things that really affect Strahd is the sunlight. If you notice, there's not much sunlight here. Mm. He can clouds cover constantly. And running water. The river. Yes. There's a waterfall. There's a river. The lake isn't really a running source. And before you ever got Strahd into a river, he's already going to be waiting for him. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Ava will have told you where to locate weapons. You said you had the sun sword. We had the three. We placed the three. I placed the three. Octavio and Esmeralda. Placed the three in places throughout the country. So that Strike can locate. You think they're still there? Should be. What did their locations reset when everything else did? Oh? What locations did Ava give to you? Well... Most important is going to be that sensor. She mentioned the, uh... A room or a building made of amber. The Amber Temple in Mount Giacus. Make sure you have some warm weather here before you go up there. Have you met Kashmir? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kashmir can tell you all about the uh, environment in that area. Esmeralda brought that one up there. She knows it as well. I was in charge of the tome. Have you found that one yet? I think so. Negative. You should see them. It's at the Vodger House. That's where we're going tomorrow. Or tonight now. Although now that she's alive again, it might be a little bit harder to retrieve that. It's We're going to invite you back over for another slumber party. There are things in her bedroom I never want to see again. He finally found it and you know, threw it in her room. I know that's what you guys are thinking, but it's... Not that uh, It's probably like gross stuff. Like there's gonna be um, it's like the animals in jars and stuff like that, or like baby fetuses in jars. You know, Find out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'll go in. I'll do. <clears throat> y'all keep her downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Y'all keep her downstairs at the dinner. I'll sneak up there and, you know, do my thing. Yeah. You have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, so you said you had the uh, Sun Sword, the Tome, and then there was one other. Uh, Van Richten <clears throat> hid the third item. I'm not sure where he hid it because I have not seen him since. And what item was there? That would be the icon of Ravenloft. Hmm. Should we bring it back to Ravensloft? Who did y'all yeah. get for y'all's ally? Well, we have uh, Danica and Erwin. No, the card that you should have oh. got from Madame Ava. Oh, that? I got the... She would have given you a card for the ally. Our ally was... Van Richten. That's how I came to know him. Uh, it's in the stars. So, is that the Mist's Queen of Spades? Someone that will help us in the battle against the darkness? That would be it. Something's worthy of Vistana. Vistana wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. Uh, she does not stay in one place for long. Seek her out. St. Markovia's Abbey near oh, the mists. You got a good one. Esmeralda. That would be Esmeralda. Tread lightly with that one. She uh, kind of likes that explosive wagon. Pretty explosive. Volatile even. Oh, she's a lot of fun. I consider her a close friend. Nice. Yeah, so maybe we can find her so she can. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Like, you know, get into her own wagon, we can get those explosives, you know, and kind of use them. <laughs> I don't know why I'm obsessed with it right now, but I, I want to see what's in there. It smells so far. Is that uh, Alchemist Fire? That's neat. That wagon is loaded up with enough Alchemist Fire that it would probably kill the werewolves in the den from here. Dang, girl. Damn. Can we use it? No. You don't want to try going into that wagon. I know, but can we Opening shoot Opening that door. Like shoot it from a, it I was like, shoot it from a distance, bro. Pow. pow. You just fucking wheel that shit around the castle Ravenloft and dead here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, she's crafty. She's Is she great. hoarding all that alchemist fire for a reason? Where were we? As far as I know, it's just keep anybody from stealing their wagon. Oh. <laughs> damn, that's kind of a overkill, don't you think? Just close enough to bring the damn tower down. Essie doesn't do anything if she doesn't do it 100%. I like that. Go big or go home, bitch. So we gotta look for her at St. Markovia's Abbey. I guess that means I'll be seeing this probably soon. Are you willing to ally yourself with us? Like, obviously, we're on good terms, but... Okay. I would definitely say that if you 
get to the point where you are ready to fight Strahd. And I don't just mean wanting to fight Strahd. I mean ready. I will probably align with you because I'm about ready to get out of this place. How do we know the same thing that happened to your prior party isn't going to happen to us? We get too powerful for his liking, and he decides to send us all scattering across wherever. I can't guarantee that that won't happen. The thing with Strahd is to try to stay under his radar as much as possible. Then surprise him with a kick through the nuts. hey I would assume he's, he's not... Uh, your leg off what is it? He um, would break your leg off and beat you with it. <laughs> what is the word? Or he would just make you break your own leg off and beat yourself with it. That's more his style. Don't make eye contact with him. Oh, we've been yes. there. <laughs> like, I'm sure he's not immune to being kicked in the balls, right? That would still kind of rock his rocks. I could imagine. I could imagine that pissing him off, though. It's true, but I, I was just saying. <laughs> Maybe that was like the last hit you got on him. Ugh, get shit on <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> Keep that in the back I mean, pocket. <clears throat> what are I'm weaknesses? not a full vampire, as you can see, but I do know if you kick me in my testicles, <laughs> I would not be a happy camper. No, no, I like this. This would not be a good experience for me. Oh, but. I will also say that if you kicked me in my testicles, that... You'd be mad, right? You'd take that personally. I'm going to take that personally. And Um. I'm sure Strahd is no different. So you better... Nor is any man. (laughs) It would really rest my bearings. Absolutely. Physically and mentally. Literally. Physically and mentally. Rest my Um, What do you know about... Victor had mentioned that a witch or hag by the name of Morgantha had something called a heartstone that we needed to get to help him fix the situation with Stella. Anything you tell us about that? So, I can't say anything about a heartstone. That was not in my timeline. Morgantha was definitely. She's at the old windmills. And he kind of looks at each of y'all. He says, Have you ate the pies? What pies? The pies that Morgan sells. No, it is Morgan sells pies. I'm not tracking. There was an old lady who. Uh, Have you met an old lady that sells pies out of a cart? Not pies, sandwiches. Sandwiches? It's still bread, makes sense. Have you eaten any of these sandwiches? I highly recommend that you do not. Don't tell me she told you she's just a sweet little old granny. Just selling her wares, making a living for her and her two daughters. Essentially. Yeah, it's a coven of riches. Coven of witches. Yes. So for me, they were called dream pastries. And if you ate them, 
they're quite addictive. And they, I never personally hate them, but one of my party members did. And she had to suffer with the draws when she could not get them any longer. But they are made from a very interesting ingredient. I remember when we talked about some people have souls mm -hmm. and some do not. The Morgantha of my timeline <coughs> would go from town to town and she would sell pies. Ooh. And she would make people addicted to these pies to the point that they would give up anything to have the pies. Like a drug. Like a drug. Including selling their children. They would she, give up their own children to eat pies. They would give up their own children to for the pies. Mm. Imagine our horror when we made the mistake of entering the windmill, which we call the old bone grinder now, and found out that she was taking those children, and the ones that had souls, she would kill them, grind up their bones, and make the pies out of Bone meal. And I guess the soul is what gave the bone or the pies the magical properties that caused the dreaming effect. When you ate them, they give you dreams of being places outside of Barovia. Needless to say, poor Thixian was quite addicted to him for a while. So Morgantha is the hag that is selling, or at least in our timeline, these sandwiches, which are essentially the same thing. I would think the bread would be the same. And Morgantha has two daughters. Has two daughters. They're Together the three of them are a couple. And they're at the windmill. They are at the windmill. You do not want to fight all three of them together. Witches are only as powerful as they can be when all three. As a couple. As a couple. So what you're saying is we need to catch that bitch outside. How about that? So we should have just killed her when we first rode up. We didn't know who she oh, was. That, that, that's true. That's, but if no, we come across her again... By yourself, you know, instead of beheading the wolves, behead her. She is powerful on her own, especially Morgantha. But the two daughters are, are pretty powerful on, by themselves. I'm assuming you guys were able to handle them. It was, it was rough. We, we almost died. We had one party member who decided he wanted to go up and take on one of the witches by himself. So, don't fight them together. Don't fight them together. Any other questions? I'm finding the, the parallel timelines to be quite interesting. Amusing? Amusing is not quite the word I would use. Interesting. 
I find this glitch in the matrix amusing as I look at the dogs. It's definitely odd. Barovia's odd. Interesting, morbid sense. Definitely morbid. Almost like a, a cruel joke. Especially when you see things returning and repeating. Like with the death house. So my thing is, is kind of doing this to himself though, like why is he making himself suffer over and over trying to get Irina? Like, yeah. I, I get, it could be... Irina is an interesting entity. Irina has a soul. And as I said, souls do not leave Barovia. So, when one dies, soul is replaced into another. Mm -hmm. Irina's soul has been here at least four times. And each time Strahd has sought that soul out and tried to acquire that woman's love. And each time she has been taken out of his reach. But yet, Strahd keeps trying. And Irina is just the next of those souls, that soul being reintegrated and dangled in front of Strahd. Like a toy. And Strahd, like a three-year-old, wants his toys. He doesn't like to say, be told he cannot play with his toys. Four hundred years is a long time to have a toy dangled in front of you that you can never get. <laughs> Wake the fuck up! <laughs> Alright, what's just somebody knock on your I'd say it's about six in the morning now. Alright. Wake him up. Like, shh, bing, 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 bing. Oh. Do you want me to wake him up or what Velcro, do you want? Velcro goes, can I have the honor? <laughs> so he goes over to a little chest, he opens it up, pulls out this metal ladle. Oh no. <laughs> no. He walks over to where he's sleeping on his bed wall and he just hits it on the helmet. Boing! <laughs> oh, that's and then up. he goes and he sits back down in his chair. Like nothing happened. <laughs> like nothing happened. Now the motherfucker shell shock. Mm, the sound of two turtles fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it sounds? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. That's early! It always affects y'all. What are you talking about? We're doing, we're Heroes speak you know shit. We do cards. cards you know, it's gonna be here though? Tuesday. What's that? All my the new Heroes Feast cookbook. Never touch a Ouija board. Always had entities in their house. 
if you want a good cookbook so that's steam, yeah. the, the old D&D cookbook yeah. is great. Never had a bad You know that chili I've made for D&D night? Yeah. That's from the D&D cookbook. The French onion soup that I've made for y'all. Best French onion soup I ever made. That's from the D&D cookbook. The orc bacon is real good. Does dragon piss come out of there too? No. <laughs> no. No, I said good stuff. <laughs> that was my own concoction. Of course, what else? Right. Salad. <laughs> yeah. Just a salad. Um, when I look when I seen it, you have your human, elven, dwarven, halfling, yeah, uncommon, and elixirs and ales. I was like, I'm gonna go to the dwarven. They, they have tons of meat the, stuff, right? The, oh, yeah, the dwarven. Yeah. The beta bread under elves is really good. Like seafood rice? That sounds good. All right, is this where we're going to end tonight? Oh, sure, if y'all want to keep going, I'm okay. If y'all don't. I personally don't mind keep going, but that's up to you guys. It's up to... I got two votes, three votes for keep going. Because if we keep going... I got two, three here that haven't voted. If we keep going, we essentially go back to town. Let no, let no. I think, I think we just. We shouldn't get into any big encounters. I think this is a good. To where both our clerics are. Right. Yeah. I uh, let me double check that. I mean, even so, if, even if our clerics are not here, we still. Right. Yeah. It's nice. I, I like that this twist gives us all the information we oh, need, basically, yeah. and tells us where we need to go ish. The fun part is trying to go through this without it. Yeah. That would be fun. Because it's just like, fuck, alright, let's just fucking run the land. Well, yeah, I like it though because it's like different. It's direction. From, yeah, it's direction, but also no. different from there. So it's like, is it going to be the same or is it not going to be the same? Watch, instead of having like two daughters, the we'll just gotta... we'll end here because what I'm happens to... next. Yeah, I'm, and I'm about to roll out too. Goose is already asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll end here and uh, pick up going back to town, and then I have a feeling y'all probably do Wizards of Wine next week or next Sunday. I want to fight something, so I want to transform into a Wizards of Wine's a good one for you to do that with. Fucking rage out.